for a long time, um, for a long time in my life, I, I struggle with having a really big ego and I still do. I feel like you were going to say, you still do. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying not to interrupt. I was like, all right, I'm going to let her get this out. Even bigger. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I used to have a a really big ego and, and like a huge pride where like if something was bothering me, I wouldn't be really honest about it i would just like kind of deflect or make the situation about something else and i didn't realize during that time with a lot of my friends it was making them uncomfortable around me and you know they i'm guessing like they you, they didn't really want me around because i was like really uptight and intense still i still think you're thinking you still are but like <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the shit that changed Wait, are you talking about male friends or or are you talking about my friends in general, just all male friends? and female? Okay, which I didn't realize that until like, um, I didn't realize it until very recently that that was what was going on. But I went through this long relationship, and that's where my biggest lesson about learning how to be vulnerable came. Why? And he was like super vulnerable all the time and very open and it showed like so much more power and he was liked and loved by so many more people right and i didn't even like think about that until after the breakup and i had to like grow and become softer and i still work on that to this day but a lot of people i want to say like six months after post breakup when i had to heal and and let down my guard more right um a lot of my friends would openly comment and like not together like individual like different situations comment about how much softer I am how much nicer I've been and how they feel like they are getting to know me because I've been sharing more about themselves and they didn't know so many about me so much about me they've known me for so long right and I've noticed the effect of that has not only made our friendship stronger they always want me around and we always do more things and I've also been attracting more people into my life um but I got to that point because the breakup was so hard and difficult for me that I was forced to be vulnerable. Like I had to go back. Well, I didn't have to, but I chose to go back home with my mom and all my siblings were there and all their kids were there. And it was just like so much pain inside that I couldn't hold it anymore that I had to share what I was going through. And from doing that, it started to feel like a release and started to feel better. And I noticed it was improving my relationships with my siblings because they were like, oh, there's something about me sharing my innermost embarrassments and pains and lessons that made them feel more human right? and made me feel more relatable, which I really think is the power, one of the main powers of vulnerability. Do you think your relationship would have uh, been a better relationship? Do you think it would have lasted longer if you would have noticed this vulnerability when you guys were together? Because it seems like way after the fact, yeah. you kind of... Went back and noticed. Uh, no, absolutely. I think if I knew, if I was even like a fraction of who I am right now, right, we'd still be together, or we, or we wouldn't be together. Right. In that, like, I, because I settled for a lot of things I didn't like, so I was like, if I am who I am now, I would have saw that and nipped it in the bud. But let's say like those things didn't exist that I didn't like, and just where I was problematic, we would still be together for sure. But I brought way too much pride into the situation. Right. Way right. Too much. Pride. Is is there a uh, I want to say, are there moments that stick out where you felt like you should have been more present or more vulnerable? Are there any particular moments where you're like, damn, right here, I probably... Yeah. Because there there were multiple moments. Oh, my God, yeah. But, like, the main thing is, I and I, I sit back, I, I forgive myself because I was, I was not who I am now, but 
there were so many arguments that we had right. where he would just like he'd be like we're on the same side like really trying to lighten it up and i'm just like <laughs> now we're in an argument and i'm sticking to my <laughs> for no reason yeah. like i would just be like no i'm mad instead of like it's very hard to let that guard down but there's like i always think like okay like for instance when we broke up I really think that that breakup would not have happened the way it happened, or we would have, we probably would have eventually broke up, like regardless. But right. I remember we were on the phone, and he said something like, um, he was trying to express himself, and I didn't like one thing that he said, and I my ears would close at that moment, and I would just no 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 no, and he was like Nash, if you don't listen to me, I'm gonna break up with you right now, and I'm never coming back. And I was like, well then, do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> So then you got dumped. <laughs> I think about, like, I remember, like, I want to say, like, two months after the breakup when I was really reliving that moment. Obviously, it wasn't just that moment. Right, right. But when I think about, like, if I was who I am now, and 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 I know I was so tight because I'd been hurt a lot, and I didn't heal properly before I got into that relationship, but if I am who I am now, if I was who I am now, it could have just been, like, one, not having closed ears, but two... You hear that moment, you're just like, all right, you're right. Let me just take a breather, right. come home, I'll make dinner, we'll talk about it, blah, blah, blah. You're my fiance. Like, we're friends. Right. And, no, I used to think about, I used to play that over and over and over and over and over and over in my mind. And I think that had a lot to do with what made me decide to be vulnerable. Like, even recently, when you and I had a really big argument, and I decided to send you that text, like, hey, I wish we could... Communicate better is like. First off, that text was amazing to see. <laughs> You're listening to Mempathy Podcast. In partnership with Three Springs Media. Hosted by me, Nash Rose. And me, Shayo Williams. <laughs> when I saw that shit, I was like, yes. Because I was trying to figure out, I was like, how the fuck. Do I even, like, what the fuck do I say to her after that shit? <laughs> I stormed out the motherfucker. I was at, we were at Dumbo House, just, <laughs> you know. And and I got mad or whatever, and I stormed out. And I remember people noticed that I got mad because it was a nigga next to us that was like, damn, bro, you just scared me because I just stood up. <laughs> yeah, you got real mad. I, I stood up. You know, I'm just like, yo, you need to listen to me. I'm going to stand up right now. And I pushed my chair back, yeah, I guess, yeah, aggressively. Yeah. And the nigga was like, whoa, shit, all right. That's what, that's what tequila will do. <laughs> So when you sent that text, that felt so good. It was just like, oh, my God, I love her. You know what I mean? That was so much, yeah. you know, bigger of her. Because yeah. I had the same situation with fucking homegirl the next day. I did that. Like, I messaged her before you even messaged the group. I already yeah. messaged her and was like, yo, my bad. Like, I, I should at least say bye. Like, I just yeah. fucking bounced yeah. on y'all. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and that was, like, for me to do, when I did that, I, I you know, obviously I was upset. But. That's the power of vulnerability, I think, because right. to be like, okay, this is a temporary situation of anger, right? And I actually care about this person. This is my friend, and we're doing all these things together. And I don't want him to be mad, right? I don't want to be mad. So let me say what I actually feel about you, and I hope that that'll make it easier for us to come back together, or Ex whatever. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. I definitely think it was because any time in life I've had someone do that, it's made me like you know, it's kept our friendship intact. You know yeah, what I mean? Whether yeah. it be me doing that or whether it be them doing that, right. you know what I mean? Any time I've not kept a relationship with someone, neither one of us did that. 
Right. Like right. it was just like we probably both felt like that, but it was like, nah, I, I ain't gonna do that shit. He 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 know right. what he said that wrong. Pride. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oftentimes motherfuckers don't know what they said wrong. Right. Or, you know, y'all just wasn't on the same page for a second and it just ruins a whole relationship or a friendship. Yeah, you know? and that feeling that you get when you are in the less perfect example in the middle of an argument with someone or an argument just ended. Yeah. And to be what they call a bigger person. Right. That's the vulnerable feeling. Right. And that's really the true power. It's the true power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the fastest we ever got over an argument. <laughs> <laughs> that was really quick, right? <laughs> we woke up the next day, was texting and shit, it was over. And then we have an even better conversation. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we were able to really just, like, go into details on how we felt and, you know, just so yeah. we can be on the same page, you know, right. moving out. Because we already had to, like, all right, when I'm drinking this much or when you wake yeah. up. You're kind of cranky. Yeah, learning our boundaries with each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what's up. That's what's up. No, it was good. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about vulnerability and the power of it. And we have a wonderful guest today. You guys know what? I love having guests. We've been having a lot of guests lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah back we, to back. We guessed up in this Might motherfucker. Be our new thing yeah. for, until further notice. This guest is from Detroit. He lives in New York. He is a public speaker, internationally acclaimed and award-winning photographer, and marketing strategies. His name is Duran Kidd. What's up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What's good? Oh, that's good? a lot good. of titles. What's good? I had to like take a deep breath to get all that out. <laughs> you, did, you did great. You did Nash great. is the, the best with that. Like, I'd fuck everybody's shit up. They'll give me one thing. Yeah, I'm a comic. Uh, he's a. Uh, what, what do you say he wasn't good? A comma. <laughs> a comic. Oh, no. No comment? I, I forgot. Thanks Nash. for joining us, Duran. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. No, I just have to be competitive with him because that's how we met. Okay. <laughs> we gonna do that. We gonna do that today. We're gonna go right there. We gonna, let's, let's go. There. I met Duran at an Uno tournament. You know the card game. And she a cheater. We just go ahead and put that out there for it. He's a cheater. I was so mad because like the, there was like there was an official round and then there was an unofficial round. Right. The official round yeah. when you're playing Uno. If you're about to do Uno and someone calls it before you, yeah, you have to like pick two cards or something. You're yeah. no longer like you're backwards. Yeah. So yeah. you won and don't even know what's happening. No, <laughs> I was getting ready. I didn't know he was sitting there watching my moves. Yeah. Soon as soon as I get ready to put it down, I go to say Uno. He says Uno first, and I Boom. was gonna I was gonna win that game. I mean, gonna, but you didn't. So that, <laughs> and you know. I didn't. But then you know what happened? We had mm. another round. Mm. And I got him back the same exact way. He was about to call Uno, and I saw it. And he was like, no, I was about to say it. I was like, but you didn't say it. Uno, motherfucker, I won. And I won. And I got a trophy picture. Oh, shit. She got the trophy picture, yeah. And then, then to be nice, I was like, do you want to come on my podcast? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. I get really competitive, ugly competitive Yeah, she got, she got ugly. She got <laughs> mad competitive during that game. This is my first time meeting her, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, Ma. <laughs> it's just Uno. Like, <laughs> Back, like. I'm a sore winner. Yeah, you're a sore winner? <laughs> I will rub everything in anyone's face, but that's because I grew up with boys. You but. ain't even lose yet, and you was already out here competing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Didn't you just start? <laughs> what? Didn't you just start? Start the game. Uh, Uno. Or have you been playing? Was I the only one that didn't know what yeah, the fuck I was? Yeah, you were the only one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I've I, I, I played one time now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was and, fun, right? And I didn't win, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, yeah, it's just I, fun. Almost one. Almost but one. yeah, that's how I met Duran. <laughs> and now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. Excited so, to be here. We were talking about vulnerability. You heard our conversation. You have any thoughts on specifically what we were talking about? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, first off, let me just say that's beautiful. 
that you've reflected and like that you've been able to see that because oh, thank you so many people don't do that <laughs> yeah right so many people don't even take the time to think about vulnerability and like why it's important right and like in that case you were able to see it but um i think that is often what's missing from relationships yeah. is is vulnerability in itself like people have got this idea of like relationships are just like you know let me take some pics for the gram, right? Let yeah. me let me look good, you know, for my friends, you know. Let me show my parents that I can actually get a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Right. But behind closed doors, it's a whole mess because nobody's willing to open up. Yeah, you know? right. so that's fact. That's real. I get it. I think it also seems like um, a lot of times the people who are posting a lot on their Instagrams and stuff, <laughs> Yo. happy are the worst. Yo, that was like my relationship, right, Cheo? Oh man, I hated it. <laughs> I fucking hated that. Wait, that was you? That was you? Yeah. First off, I ain't never seen no shit like that since. <laughs> These were the most happy motherfuckers. I was like, what is this, the Black Brady Bunch in this motherfucker? <laughs> oh, my God, we're in Detroit. Oh, my God, we're in Alaska. Oh, my God, we're in I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, you, oh, you was fronting for the gram. Like, hey. I, I don't think that we were fronting. Yeah. It was very real. It seemed like, real. But it was just. Too much. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> it was. It was, it was like uh, It was like the Kardashians, you know, just without a budget. <laughs> work. Work. He actually he muted me for that. Apparently. Yeah, I, I muted him a few times. Are you? Are you were posting like crazy? Is that? I wasn't posting that word, much. Word. Word. First off, that story had like a thousand videos, and it was so cute. <laughs> we're cooking together, feeding word. each other, fucking getting on a plane together, holding hands on a plane. I'm like, y'all don't need to hold hands on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So for you to get muted, no, you, was, you was being reckless on the gram with these posts. Like, <laughs> we, you know what? We did have this video where we were playing like hand games too. So I guess it was <laughs> It was way too much, Don. I was like, I hate them. Slide, slide. Yeah. I could watch both of them singular. <laughs> I couldn't watch them together. It was just like, oh my God, I want to kill my life. That's why I think our breakup was shocking to a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't see that happening. You yeah. and <laughs> so, so, so so at no point at no point you shared anything like vulnerable with the gram. Like yo, we not don't believe everything you see. Don't believe the hype. We actually are like working through some stuff. None of that I came mean, through. A little tiny bit because, like, okay, so he used to want to, like, blatantly put every, like, every bad thing out there. And I'm like, no, that's embarrassing. Mm. But my way of doing it, um, towards the end, we had, like, this, um, I'm not going to say what it is. I don't want people looking it up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we had turned it into, like, a almost like a, not really a podcast, but, like, an Instagram live thing. And we would call it arguing. And we were just, we made, like, we brought that element of our relationship in a humorous way where we bring up topics that we clearly disagreed on. So people could see, like, hey... And again, we'll get heated, mm -hmm. but it was like, and then we were supposed to do a show together. We had got greenlit for a show at Comedy Central that was based around Word. our how we argue. Word. Yeah. So we were trying to wow. take it and make it artistic, but I don't think we were being very real with each other. And I wasn't being, I wasn't being vulnerable enough for him to get over the arguments we were having. So that stuff will just build if you don't ever feel like it's resolved. So what I'm curious also too is, was it, first off, was he black? Yeah. So <clears throat> right, that's yeah. what I was. No, I'm just, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's a surprise. She's in a black. No, I'm joking. Shut up, <laughs> and he, and he, You say he was comfortable being vulnerable too. Yeah. Word. Like, yeah. where did he get that from? Did he say? No, I mean. They're like stand up comedy to an extent. I guess Yo, to an extent. That's a that's, yeah. a, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, he yeah. did stand up. Um, I think he. I I think. Because he was naturally like that, he was good at incorporating a stand-up. I don't think it was the other way around. Right. Mm -hmm. I think he was just kind of naturally like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just 
just I just think he just naturally like that. He's very um when he wanted when he wants to be very just kind kind spirited. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I asked that cuz um it feels at least my 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 experience has been that like black men struggle, you know, with being comfortable with being vulnerable. And here you are with a, a black man that was comfortable with that and was like pounded how do I say it? he was confident in that space? Yeah. And, and like you didn't see that. You didn't Bro, recognize that. First nah. of all, not only did I not recognize it, it was very uncomfortable. The <sighs> very first disagreement we ever had, he cried. Oh wow. And yeah. I was Oh, like, he was like hella expressive. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh. And and honestly it wasn't and it, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but it actually wasn't a big deal what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was I was really <laughs> so I, I want the uh-oh, color uh-oh, blue. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> no, but I, I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna devalue like <laughs> no, his feelings, saying. but it was really like You was like you was, was like really you was like confused. chill. You were I, like chill. Yeah, I was like yeah. one it was never anything that serious too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was I remember he cried <laughs> he started crying because <laughs> Sorry. Stop laughing. This is meant for the I know, I know. I'm just I'm just a of him crying. <laughs> no, but it was like, okay, we had an argument. He wanted me to come yeah. to his uh his apartment to talk about it. Yeah. He's like, I always go to you, he wants you to come to me. And yeah, I was like, All yeah, right. Yeah. He lived an hour away from me at the time. Okay. And I did not feel like being awake for the ride, so I smoked a little weed yeah. so I could sleep during the ride. Yeah. And when I got there, he was like so you're high? You don't take this you don't serious? Take this and then he just started crying. Oh, and I was wow. like, wow. Bro. Wow. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> After date I, number one and shit? This was, no, this was probably like two months in. I okay. was just like okay. really confused. So that's when I, I had to take a moment. I was like, oh, he's like, he's just like this. Just like but this. I remember at first I was just like, I have never experienced before that point a man just, I've seen boyfriends in the past cry, cry. like right. over, like, it took a lot for them to get there. Something yeah. happened in their family or yeah. something. But him to cry because he thought I was high because I didn't <laughs> want to deal with because he ain't because t- you didn't he didn't think you took his feelings right. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I was that so at the height of my ignorance, like that was yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so wait, did you talk to anyone a- after about it? Yeah. Like ooh. no, no, because I'm I'm also a very private person, and okay. the only reason I. I was extremely private then. Like me, this time then, I wouldn't even be talking about this. I'd probably if I didn't grow, mm-hmm. I'd still be trying to make it seem like everything was perfect. Right. Like I'm very private. So and did did you encourage him to continue expressing like his feelings like that or his emotions like that, or did you tell him to be like, "Yo, chill"? Like no, I never told him to chill. <laughs> I feel like I accepted him as he was. I just didn't match him, okay. and that created the friction. Like he would be okay with. Just really expressing, like you know what he used to do. Like I, I can say it. Nobody knows who it is, or they, or you do, or you don't. He used to take. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> sorry, this is, this is good, good information. That's all. He used to take. This like, is all good intel, right? Like, <laughs> he used to take days. Like he would, yeah. he would plan a day or two, maybe like a weekend or one day out of the weekend, where he would rent Disney movies so that he can cry. So he could. <laughs> cry, wow. Yeah. Wow. And like that was his release. Like wow. and he would I remember and I just recently saw, you know you have your Instagram archive story. Mm-hmm. I recently just saw one when I was like um talking. I was like, "Oh, I was like it I had the caption like the mm-hmm. I you can hear Disney movies in the background and mm-hmm. I was like, this is him in the background watching Disney movies. Don't mind that." But it was like I remember that weekend where he just he wanted to just be alone and watch the the Disney movies and cry. Okay, what about a Disney movie is making someone cry though? Yeah. Like, what is cry. happening? That was gonna be my next question. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to figure what the hell is happening in a Disney movie? Yeah. I've they, never. They made him cry. He really liked that one about the um 
I cried at Lion King. I mean, no. Oh, yeah. come Is on. that a Disney movie? Who didn't cry at Lion King? Okay. Come on, <laughs> I was like, look. that's the one I remember. Wait, wait. But I was five. We all, we all cried to that. No, uh, but it was the one. I was um, like five, though. There's this one where. Actually, it might be Pixar. Is it Pixar or Disney? Yeah, Pixar is a Disney movie. Like, oh, it okay. is the same. Yeah. Okay, it's that yeah. one where it's like the different emotional thing. The different these I forget what it's called. Uh, it's like these little entities that represent the different emotions in the body. So like, it's like sad and happy and angry. I forget what. The it, oh, called. you talking about Soul? Like, no, no, it's not Soul. It's not. It's not up. Like with it's the. Not up. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not with the robot. Mm-mm. It's like the little, it's like the really like the depression girl, <laughs> and they're all inside of a body. I can't remember the gotcha, name of it. Gotcha. I, I, somebody's yelling this at home right now. Yeah, like, like, is this movie? Is this movie? <laughs> is this movie? <laughs> I would Google it, but I don't gotcha, want to. Gotcha, it's gotcha. not Toy Story. No. Okay. That's the only Pixar movie I know. <laughs> no, that's but like, fire, he would do yeah. that, and, and I thought that that was very beautiful of him. Mm, right. Eventually, like once I started to see that mm, this is just who he is. Right. And I, and. And it wasn't until I don't think I fully appreciated that. I I know I didn't fully appreciate it until we broke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see the power in it because when I remember those moments, That's beautiful. I have never, ever had a bad reaction to being honest, especially if somebody thinks I'm being too emotional. I said, I'm just being honest. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. It does something in another person versus like trying to be like tough and like, I don't care, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's always been better. And I think about how he was, some not so much actively anymore, but like, that's where it started for me. Gotcha. Really. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, you know, what what I'm hearing in that, um, <clears throat> which I think is really important to the process of, like, vulnerability is, is uh, he. At, at, it, it sounds like it, he at least was creating a space for you to be vulnerable, for himself to be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what's missing often is that people don't have that space. So they just need to know that they can be accepted for whatever. So in his case, if he want to watch Pixar movies <laughs> and shed a couple of tears, cool, that's him. You want to do it, you know, but I think oftentimes that's missing. Yeah. Well, give us some more examples of this nigga crying. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he would cry a lot. Like, was time. it another TV show? Did he cry you, to, like, Barney and are shit? Are you like, emotional, though? Are you? Would you describe yourself as an emotional person? I'm highly emotional. Um, very, very emotional. I'm yep. not, I'm not, I'm going to cry emotional. Yeah. I'll cry, but, like, I don't. So you're emotional, but not expressive. I'm expressive. Okay. Were you, were you expressive then? <laughs> um... I was improperly expressive. Okay, gotcha. I think there are different levels. I think vulnerability and being emotional are two different things. Yeah, yeah, agreed. He agreed. was vulnerable, and okay. I was just emotional. Got, that's I'm what. Very yeah. reactive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very reactive. Got you. Got yeah. you. Okay. So, enough about me. <laughs> 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 I was a sucky person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm learning. That's dope. No, yeah. that's dope. Um, and I love to see that. Yeah, I'm, I mean. Y'all still in touch? Y'all still y'all in good terms Absolutely at least? Absolutely not. I've not talked Damn. to him in two years. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. No, it was a horrible, absolute horrible breakup. Yikes. And he, oh no. He turned into an absolute horrible person. Oh no. And became very vulnerable about my business oh, to everybody no. on public platforms. So yeah, yeah. Oh, he turned when vulnerability, on you. Yeah, it was, vulnerability I've, goes wrong. Goes wrong. <laughs> vulnerability turns to betrayal. I honestly feel like it, I just I've never felt so betrayed in my life. But wow. I, yeah. I, I you know. I, all, I think all, that all them he was damn wrong. all them damn IG stories, you know, probably did some things to him. He like I'm over this shit. Like yo. I I think that, you know, what he did was wrong. Yeah. But I participated in that outcome. Mm. I participated into the lead up of him feeling that way because that was mm. him acting out his pain. Mm. I don't agree with it, but mm. whatever. So fuck him now. But okay, okay, all right. I'm like fuck this guy on me again. I'm like I'm back to my old self. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. What about you? Like, 
are you would you consider yourself Duran to be a vulnerable person mm-hmm. and have you always been that way or how did you get to that point yeah so i do consider myself to be a vulnerable person have i always been that um no i haven't like that's not what i come from i don't come from an environment i don't come, really come from a family that like you know embraces that sorry it's it's <laughs> it's been my own it's been my own journey it's been my own like you know me making mistakes trial and error you know and learning like why it's important but also at the same time I think I've been really fortunate. Like, I've met people along the journey, like friends and, you know, even relationships that have taught me a lot, you know, about, okay, this is why you should do it. But also, um, you learn, or at least for me, the environment I come from, the city I come from, you know, and I think this is common throughout most of the black community, where you don't see black men, you know, feeling like they have a space to be comfortable, or I'm sorry, not comfortable, to be vulnerable. And they don't necessarily know who to turn to when they want to be vulnerable. And, I mean... You got a lot of, you know, parts of society, you know, in their community telling them to basically be like, yo, boys don't cry. Yeah. Girls do. Right. Yeah. You know, right. man up. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, you fell. You, you scraped your knee. You bleeding. Why are you crying? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Toughen up. Toughen up. Like, and so, you know, there's a lot of deprogramming that needs to take place. And it just kind of like what you were describing with yourself. Like, it takes some kind of, like, realization. Yeah. And then, like, actual, like, intentional work intentional effort oh, right it's a lot of work yeah, yeah. it's a lot right yeah. but um, that's why i was like applauding you over here with the slow clap because i was like Aww. yeah so many people don't do it yeah. you know men and women but especially men like just don't do it so um yeah i'm i'm there now i'm in a really good space oh, great. um it's something that i feel really comfortable in i'm, I'm really confident with yeah. but i fully recognize that i'm very different i'm very unique a lot of black men are not like that so i understand and that being and that like sort of difference how does how does it feel to be in that space? Do you does it ever bring any kind of struggle, and how so? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm very much so one that's centered in community. So I want to see my people doing doing well. I want to see my you know black men doing well. I want to yeah. see black women doing well. And you know, at the end of the day, like it is hard when you can see you know you know be it your friend or be it just other black men struggling, right. uh, and not necessarily. <laughs> either knowing how to reach them or knowing how to reach them, like, yeah, I can point you to X, Y, and Z resource. But at the same time, you know how the phrase goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make right. a drink? It's basically that right there. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, there's there's that part. Then there's the uniqueness of, like, you know, uh, learning to be accepted for who you are and not thinking that just because you're comfortable being vulnerable that, that you out here, I mean, and no offense to your ex, but, like, like that you out here just shedding tears everywhere like right. like because there's so yeah. much there's so much like how would i say this there's so much of a negative stigma or like connotation associated with like being vulnerable so it's like oh vulnerability for many people is thought of as just being weak right and, and it's not being weak at all mm-hmm. right but it's actually a lot of strength it's a lot of strength yeah. I'm, you know i'm a believer that it's yeah. it's really like probably the best display of courage right you know you talked about you said your ex was a stand-up comedian right yeah. like yeah. To be a stand-up comedian, do you realize how vulnerable you got to be? Like, yeah. on stage and, like, yeah. just... Yeah. just Especially if you're that kind. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the ones that don't get vulnerable at all. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that shit. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of people don't even think about that because all they're thinking about is, did you make me laugh? Yeah. That's right. it. No, it is very vulnerable. We, we both do stand-up as well, and it's just like... And there's nothing more vulnerable than when you're failing up there. <laughs> <laughs> when you're bombing. <laughs> That's the most vulnerable bombing, it will bombing, get. Yeah. <laughs> Whole <you're> room. <laughs> but even still, like, not to be all, like, trying to make a point, but, like, even in that moment, 
of vulnerability, yeah. you're growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I bombed on stage, it was a growing moment. I mean, I learned completely from it because <laughs> that's all I remember is every person that did laugh. The pain. Just, just looking at me like you're not funny. I'm like, I gotta do better next time. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do better than that fucking set. You know. I wonder though, like if I had, because uh, I come from a really challenging fucking neighborhood in yeah. Washington D.C., very hood. Niggas Which, uh, still getting part of DC? Uh, southeast. I was just there this past yeah. weekend, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> southeast DC, and and grew up in uh, Prince George's County, Capitol Heights. Oh shit! So not okay. far from where Kevin Durant grew yeah, up, yeah. and it's really really fucked up. I mean, you cross the street, you're in the ghetto of DC. You cross mm-hmm. the street, you're in the ghetto of Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't recall ever having any adult around me that was a man cry. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if I saw a man crying to cartoons, how would that have impacted me? <laughs> There you was, know, there was a point in there was a point, definitely a point in my life, like definitely, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I like how know, how it's impacting you in this episode. So far, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Oh, we're laughing. <laughs> Mr. Mimothy is <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> let's talk about that. No, because it would be like it's such a thing that you didn't see. Like I never seen any man crying. I saw a man get shot and he wasn't crying. You know. Like, people start crying when they bump their fucking foot. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. a man got full-out shot, like, three times and was running down the street. He wasn't screaming or crying. But that's the thing is that, like, it's so normalized now for us to be desensitized to it, right? Like, right. So, like, pain is like, yeah, what, what you crying for? Like, it's like, to, not to make this large, huge comparison, but, like, we just had what happened in Buffalo, right? And then we're going to have another shooting, and then we're going to have another shooting. And for so much... For so much, so many parts of this country, right, we have become desensitized to violence. Now, you bring that down to, like, a community level. You bring yeah. that down to, like, a cultural level, right? And especially in the black community where it's hyper-masculinized, <laughs> right? Yep. And so, yeah, you're right. You're going to have somebody bump their foot or they're going to get shot. And they're going to be like, why am I crying? Like, Because right. they've been conditioned not to, yeah. right? You know? So, that. but the thing about it is, is that we accept that and we say, like, you should be doing that. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. no. <laughs> you know? So I, I would cry if I got shot. Like, I, f- like, I feel who, like it's like, a... Who is this dude getting shot and not, like, crying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let it out, man. Let it out. You're hurting, brother. Nah, I ain't fucking hurting. <laughs> I'm G'd up, I'm motherfucker. G'd up. I'm G'd up. <laughs> That's intense. That's an intense burden um, it must be as a man to... I can't believe nobody's cry- not crying when they get shot. But if you actually feel like you have to tough, tough it up for that, <laughs> something is seriously wrong with society. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. I wouldn't even be thinking about anybody else with that pain. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm thinking like I'm I would think- be letting it out. I'm thinking to myself like how many times I was told growing up by someone. It didn't have to be like family. It just by someone like, why are you crying? Yeah. Like why are you crying? Right. Like, and thinking I have I have a sister, so I'm thinking to myself like how many times is she told that. No. Nah, They're not like, at all. Let it out, let it out. This too will pass. Yeah. yeah, and so you think about it. You get you you carry all. You keep hearing that it keeps getting reinforced, and you grow into a man. And now you in relationships. <laughs> now you out here trying to build a life, and then you get shot, yeah. and then you like. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Growl. <laughs> Should I even call the police? Like, word. And, and that's the thing too. There are men that are like, yo, I can't even fucking like. I got I just got a man up. Yeah. You know. That's, exactly. That's and that's crazy. that's sad. That's very sad. So, um, Duran, are you in a relationship? I am. How, um, how has your vulnerability been in that relationship? And is it helpful or? Well, obviously, you say you're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, is any of that attributed to the relationship, or how has it helped it, or anything like that? So, so this is what I'll say because you asked the question about like 
what has been unique, you know, or unique challenges, right? Right. And my experience has been that, you know, women, and this has happened repeatedly throughout, like, my dating life, like, women are not used to a man being vulnerable or being comfortable being vulnerable, so they don't know what to do right. when they get it. Like, yeah. they, literally, women will be like, I want a man that's, you know, comfortable expressing himself, and he shares his feelings and all of that, and then they get it. And you're like, stop being. And then they laugh at that moment. Exactly. Or or they don't know how to match it. Right. Because they themselves haven't done any work. Right. Right. right, right. You know? And so that has been something that I've encountered, you know, throughout my dating experiences. Um, You know, being vulnerable has helped me navigate, like, be it where I am or where I've been. But it's often been, like, a, a challenge, too. Because no one wants to talk about, we want to talk about women and like how they, you know, struggle to have their needs met, particularly right. their emotional needs, right? right. But how many times are we talking about this with black men? We're not. If you go look it up right now, like if you put in like the topic, like if you Google, you know, emotionally unavailable, you know, whatever, right? It's probably going to give you a bunch of articles tied to like how can we help women, yeah, not how can mm. we help men, interesting, yeah. right? Like because we cater to that, right? So right. we don't talk about even as you know on a on a like I said on a societal level we don't even talk about this, but on a community level and when it comes to black men in general, how many times you've been talking? How many times you talk to your boys like about like yo, is she emotionally available or unavailable? Is she comfortable being vulnerable? Nobody caring about that. Yeah, I can't even remember when. Like we have, or a time. Most of the time it's just like yo, is she got a fatty. Like <laughs> yeah, is, is, is she is looking she, good? You're like yeah. yo, is she emotionally available? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I, I got time to be oh, talking God. about that, bro. Like, is she looking good in that dress or not? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's right. all I really care about, right? But see, that's what I'm saying is that, like, it's, like, when you are comfortable in that space and then you out here trying to build something healthy, like, and real. Yeah. And you realize a lot of people don't even know how to do that. That's you know? a fact. So, wait, so, your girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know if it was fiance or wife. No, no. Um, so, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she taken aback by your vulnerability? She was. How she did you, how did how did she react the first time? And what were you like? How were you showing this vulnerability that made her feel um, know, like whoa? She was taken aback, but she it was more like, damn, like who are you? Like this okay. is dope. Oh okay. Like, she was open to it. She was open to it, okay. but she was also she also acknowledged that like wait a minute, this is new for me too. Like okay. you know, I, I I'm in a space now where I can be more open, but right. I'm not used to, you know, being open Word. like that, right? right? And so there's that. And then the other part was like, all right, you know, I'm willing to do the work to match you, you know, which is dope and that's great. But at the same time, you know, it's it's just, it's new for me and I'm not new, I'm sorry, but it's it's something that I've encountered where I've found myself having to be like, well, let me show you how, right. but let okay. me show you why it's important. Let me show you that it is powerful. Where her and I have been aligned and, you know, is the fact that, like, she understands that there is power right. in it, right? That's wonderful. And right. that's beautiful. Right. She's there. black? Yeah, she's black. Nice, yeah. nice. She's, so, so she said the relationships before you, she she didn't get that? She 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 well, either didn't get it or she got it, but not at the level she needed it, okay. you know, needed it to be, you know. And so, you know, for her to find someone and meet someone now that, like, meets her where she is and where she wants to be is dope. But right. it, now she's finally in a position to be like challenged the way that she probably needed to be so she could grow. You know what I'm saying? We we've like, and I I mean I'm I'm good with that. I'm, I appreciate that. You know, but there's some level of like how do I say this? Like mediocrity that's just become normalized. You know, right. when it comes to like dating and relationships. And so sometimes you just 
I'm sure we've all experienced this at one point. You go on a date and you're like, whatever, like this ain't gonna be nothing. I'm just gonna go out anyway, yeah. like, and see what happens. And then when you finally meet someone that like genuinely you genuinely connect with and vibe with, you mm-hmm. like, yo, right, something different. And then now you like, oh shit, I, I gotta do, I gotta do, I gotta do what I do now. I gotta yeah. like stand up and like actually care yeah, about yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, it's a bit of that. So that had to feel like um, a nice little safe space being created. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, what what were you being vulnerable you, without details? But like, was were you crying? No, like no, it's not necessarily like I'm over here crying. No, it's no, no, te- <laughs> nah, no, no tears, no Pixar, none of that. Like, <laughs> nah, we nah. watched Toy Story. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, when, when Buzz, when Buzz got taken, I didn't know what to do. That was an emotional moment. <laughs> I cried there in Toy Story. I didn't know what to do. That the Lion King part with a with it they killed again. It's been so many years, so I don't remember the exact don't scene. Don't talk about Mufasa. Yeah, nah. Was it? Was it? It was his dad or yeah, somebody. Mufasa, yeah, when Mufasa was when, his dad. When, when Scar, like, you know, killed Mufasa. Yeah, that yeah. was fucked up. I was like five, though. <laughs> That's why I'm going to keep going back. I was, that was actually, you know what? I was, was crying. Not to really is stray, that, but that was really sick of Disney to put us all through that. <laughs> that was traumatic <laughs> that as fuck. That was my first, like, Right, real you're trauma. right. You're right. Like a kid, like, you're all happy. You're like, Mufasa's going to save the day. And yeah. he doesn't. No. He gets murdered. Yeah. By his brother. No, yeah. all, all, all of the Disney movies Pretty traumatized me. Think about it. It was always some wild story. Like, that was as bad as that one. <laughs> That's facts. That's oh, facts. Cinderella turned back into a slave. That's but facts. like, <laughs> Lion King is murdered. Like, Mufasa gets murdered by his brother. <laughs> that was sad. That's, that's that hilarious. Was sad. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty sad. Um, so, yeah. So, um, your girlfriend was taken aback at first. Yeah, yeah. You guys find out you're on the same page of finding power and vulnerability. Yeah. Has it made her more vulnerable? Has she been able to match it more? She's working on it. Okay. She's working on it. Like, she's committed to the process. It like, is a process. Yeah, it is. It's work. It's yeah, work. It's a you lot know, of work. It's a lot of work, right? Would you say she was more prideful? <laughs> uh, there's been some pride there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, here, the, the thing about it is, is, think about it this way. Like, you know, in all fairness, like, when you have been single for a while. You've learned to depend on yourself, right? Yeah. You've learned to be able to be able to say basically like, I, I got to take care of me. And yeah, you're going to develop some pride, right? Facts. Especially if you're successful too. Like you're going to develop some pride, right? Yeah. And then here, you know, you meet whoever. you In this case, you meet she meets me and then she's like, <laughs> damn, he's dope as hell. Like, wait a minute. I've been rocking by myself you know, and doing my thing for so long now, but now he's telling me I need to do something different? Like, mm. why? Like, who are you? You know what yeah. I mean? And then eventually she sees, like, damn, he know what he's talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I need to, whew, I need to fall back, you know, yeah. a little bit on this pride. I'm getting in my own way, you yeah, know? Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even notice that, you know, at first. So similar to your story a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what I mean when I say there's commitment there. And that's what matters is that, like, we all got to grow, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, I may be here at this point in my journey, but there's going to come a point where I'm going to need to be more, even more vulnerable right. and that's going to require me to grow even more. And I'm going to probably be messy, you know, yeah. when I get to that stage. But like, that's what it looks like. That's just it. Is that like you have to be willing to be a mess. Right. You've yes. got to be willing to be imperfect. You've that got... is the key of vulnerability. Yeah. That's the key to the human experience. There's well. risk. There's yeah. risk, though. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of risk tied to that. Nobody wants to take risk. Nobody that... wants to take Not nah. like that. It's, there's some kind, there's like an invisible pain of being exposed or feeling exposed. Real talk. Right. It's very hard. But I love the way you said that. It's too, even if it's not vulnerability. To grow yeah. requires mess. It requires mess. It's the same thing. I like to think of it just like as like if you're planting a, f- a flower or anything in the garden. You got to yeah. go through dirt. Yeah. 
The seed has to go through Talk dirt about to it. grow. Talk about like it. Like it's yeah. gonna be a little bit messy. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit messy. You gotta plant the seed. Your hands are gonna get dirty. Yep. That seed it may not even grow as fast as you want. You gotta go back, keep watering. It's raining outside. You it's still gotta water it. Like it's a, it's a lot, lot of work. work. But eventually that joint is gonna grow, and then you'd be like, damn, look at this. It was you worth know? it. Like, it, was, it was worth it. But see, that's what I'm saying <laughs> is that I think we we live in a time, especially when we start talking about social media. Where it's all about like insta shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how can how can I how can I get that that flower? I want to grow that shit today. Right. Yeah, I won't have to wait a whole week. Wait, wait, it takes how eight. many months? You know what I'm saying? And then especially <laughs> when you got friends, like you you know you be checking with your homegirl and you be like, damn, they got this beautiful. I want that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody wants the final product. They don't right. want the work. You know what I mean? Everybody wants the final product. Do yeah. you do you guys have um friends or family members that are close to either one of you that are vulnerable that you learn from so that yeah so that's what i'll say i've been i i'll speak for myself on that i've been really fortunate like i've got a lot of friends that you know are in good and healthy relationships um or marriages and yeah they've been through they've been through some shit you know but they stuck it out and they still and they still making it happen right and so you see you see what it does you see the power of vulnerability you see the power of working through the mess you know right there and you see that like oh shit it's gonna get even heavier like yeah. if you go forward right? Right, right do you really want this you know yeah. what i mean but like again like i at least for me i don't look at it from this like this standpoint of like oh, okay it's gonna get harder i just look at it from like look this is what i want i'm i'm big on being like your most authentic self like so right. be your authentic self and sometimes that really does require you to be a mess right, right. Yeah. so i sur- <laughs> yeah. so i surround myself with people who value that and appreciate that, yeah. you know, and and that, aren't judgmental of the yeah, process. Because some people like yeah, you'll be a mess around someone, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh, you're this." Yeah, and I'm like, "Like you're not." I don't, <laughs> I don't got time. We're for all that. humans. Yeah, right. We're all humans. I don't like, got it was time a for that. Human moment. It might have been. It might have been a bad human moment a couple times this week, but it was a human but, moment. But, but that goes back to what I was saying. Like that's not what I come from. Yeah. Right. So like I remember what I came from, and I re- it's almost like some you know some matrix shit. Like where your eyes get you, you wake up and you like, nah, I'm not going back. I'm right. not going back to that. Like, yeah. I can either go back or I can keep going forward. W- which one you want to do, right? right? And so that's why I say it's a decision. And it's literally a decision you make every day. Like, you know, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep working. I care about being more open. I care about being more vulnerable. Um, and I don't got time to, you know, just play, just going in circles with the right. same BS. Who got time for that? The, you feel the benefits of it. Real talk. And so, wait, I wanted to ask you that you, how long have you and your girlfriend been together? Oh, not that long. Not that long at all. Like he's like two two weeks. Like, oh. a- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm not devaluing it, but it just your response no, no, no. was funny. He's like, we got together yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together for 24 hours. Nah, nah, nah. I wonder what like like in terms of like cheating. I wonder what in like can there be some vulnerability for motherfuckers that cheat? Like what you mean? What you mean? Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, I just you know, cause cause when I think about like Jay Z's relationship with Beyonce, right? Yeah. It was very public that okay. he cheated. Everybody okay. knew, you know, and that would be damaging to all of your relationships and friendships—a public display of like disloyalty, right? So what? Help them get through that. Like, did did he have to like sit down? Like, after you know the sister tried to kick him out, you know, on a fucking elevator. Did he have to like sit down and talk to her about that? Like, wait, you wait, know? wait, Let, wait. Let's rewind. Why would that be damaging? You said that'd be damaging, like public display. Why? No, like, no. No, the idea of someone how the public views cheating. Yeah, 
Because yeah. everyone shitted on him. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. People was like, he's... It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Like, there was so many women yeah. that was like, yo, he's Beyonce. Yeah. Like, yeah. or yeah. he's with Beyonce. Like, yeah. she she shouldn't even be with him anymore. And then they came out with a hot album talking about it or whatever. And Which it just, is the vul- that was the vul- vulnerable part. You know what I mean? I it know. felt like it was the album to me. But it worked out in their favor it, because people relate to that kind of honesty. And what, it's real. That's what I'm trying to say is, yeah. is that you, you, you said it earlier at the beginning, like, Vulnerability makes you human. Like it literally right. makes you human. So human like awesome. that, when you talk about like stand up comedy, like yeah. I, or any a lot of artists for for that matter, it can be stand up comedians, it can be photographers, it can be painters, whatever. Yes. Like right. like you are putting your heart out, right? And a lot of people gonna shit on it. Yeah. But right. then a lot of people gonna be like, damn, I can relate to that right. though. Like I vibe with that. Like yeah. that's me. So in the same way, Jay made a mistake, right. big mistake, right? Yeah. But he openly acknowledged it too, and he yeah. was like, look, love me or hate me. This is who I am. Right. And people were like, at first they were like, uh, but then they were like, well, wait a minute, I'll be making these mistakes. Yeah, this like, is, yeah. that's a real yeah. thing yeah. that people go through. Yeah. And then there was like that part in Beyonce's song where she was talking about how he she made him cry. Yeah. And people were like kind of making fun of it. Yeah. But then he made his song about, yeah, I yeah. cried. And it was like, we all cry. We all yeah. cry. Like, we all cry. We were like back on the team, J and B all yeah. over again. It's like, that's really, really super powerful. It is. The relatability part. And, you know, we were talking about stand up and it's yeah. like, that's what I think a lot of comics who do self-deprecation in their act mm-hmm. are trying to achieve. Yep. I don't personally like self-deprecation, but the power of it is like you are now making everybody feel equal. Yeah, right. And this, especially if you're good looking. Like, mm-hmm. I was always told, like, you should try self-deprecation. And it's just like, I just, I do it in my own way. But like, you'll, I don't know if you watch stand-up, but you'll see, especially mm-hmm. women, <laughs> more so than men, will mm-hmm. go up and they'll diss something about mm-hmm. them. You're probably wondering why my chest is so flat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that is a uh, a different form of vulnerability, but yeah. it seeks the same purpose as vulnerability, which is making the room feel even kill, even kill, making it feel relatable. And now you've got the attention. You both you're, you're both humans now. Yeah, exactly. That's why and it's that's always a, power, yeah. it's always a nice opener for people. Yeah, some kind of you insult know. to themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean, I know I'm a fat motherfucker. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm stupid. I eat everybody chicken wings yeah, in here. We get it. Yeah. All right, now let's and get to the show. Like, oh, we like you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Jay, but but Jay knew what he was doing though. Jay knew what he was doing. Jay fully recognized that he made a big big mistake. It, Jay has always been very open about like how prideful he is mm-hmm. like, and right. how much of an ego he has. Like he's always talked about this pretty openly, yeah. right? And he, but he knew he had something special with B. And he, you know, he's now got a child too, right? Yeah. And I'll so them. yeah, and yeah. so and th- that was the thing for him is he was like, "Look, you know, I could either just continue being prideful and egotistical and just be like, I'm gonna lose this." Or I'm gonna have to budge and change, and she was what was needed yeah. for him to change. It, that's what I'm saying. At some point, it's, you 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 said something happened with you, yeah. right? It happens with all. That's what I meant when I said like that wake up call, like the Matrix, yeah. like you just wake up. Something happens that yeah. like wakes you up. Yeah, and I think <laughs> he was like, Beyonce, don't leave me. <laughs> yeah. no, she probably was like, he's, know, crying? he's crying. He's crying. This is <laughs> from he's from fucking Brooklyn, <laughs> fucking like, the project. But you know what? Um, I think a lot of people have that wake up. And I was having a conversation like this, re- similar to this with my sister recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I call it like a crossroads. You'll get that feeling. Yep. And sometimes it's either either you're going to push forward and learn from it. Yeah. Or it's too unbearable and you can, you revert back to your yeah. old behavior. Because the, yeah. one of the hardest things to do, which is a big part of vulnerability, yeah. is admitting you're wrong. Yep. And nobody nobody likes to admit they're wrong. Nobody wants to be the bad nope. guy. Nope. I definitely don't. <laughs> mm. I never want to be, and I feel like seventy five percent of the time I am. But and and it's healing in yourself mm-hmm. when you can say to yourself, "I was wrong for that." Nobody, nobody. I, 
one thing I say all the time <laughs> is that no real change, no real behavioral change takes place until you get tired of your own BS. Like, right. and until you, like, you could have everybody and their mama trying to tell you you need to do something different. Yeah. You could lose all your money, whatever. Yeah. Until you get tired of your own BS, right. you're going to keep doing the same BS. Or, that pain, or if that pain is so unbearable that you can't ignore it. Yeah. But, like, but like, that's the thing is that that's why I say it's a choice. That's why I say it's a commitment. And, like, you know, it's literally like, all right, I'm going to keep doing this even if I get clowned. I'm going to keep doing this even if, like, People f- you know, make fun of me because I, I want to shed a tear at a Pixar movie, right? right? right. Like, yeah. I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm going to stand in my truth no matter what, this is right? Who you are. This is who I am, right? And that's just it. Like, that's the, that is what vulnerability is about is like courage, like literally being like, I don't care if I'm like you or like you, mm-hmm. I'm me. Mm-hmm. And that's it, you right. know? And I'm not trying to just blend in with everybody. And next thing you know, without even realizing it, you've upgraded 100% as a person. And then people are looking up to you and people are drawn to you. I want to be like you. How did you get there? I was just being true to myself. That's it. And it's not easy to do. That's it. I just wanted to go back to, so you've been in a relationship for 24 hours. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I felt that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, you're in a new relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is interesting that you've been having such a positive experience. Um. What do you like? How would you give? What advice would you give to people who are in newer relationships to be open to that? Because I was under the impression that y'all have been together for like a minute, and it's been like. Because you like, where are you getting all this from, right? Yeah, all but right. so it's impre- yeah. it's extra impressive that you you went through like this journey and you're on the same page this fast. I don't know how fast it is, but yeah, you said it was recent. So I've I've like I've had I've had significant relationships in my life that have taught me a lot. Let's put it there, right? right. And so coming into this, like I was already pe- like prepared. Right. Like I'm already clear on like what it is I'm what I want and why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? So that's what you're hearing is that like, you know, that clarity, right? right? And being like, yo, well, I'm not BSing, like I'm not here just, you know, for shits and giggles. Like mm-hmm. I'm for real, right? right? You know? Um, but again, advice would be like be clear on your why. Be clear on like yeah. why you're here. Yeah, yeah. That's it yeah. right there. Be clear on your why. Like, you know, some people just literally get in re- I mean, again, not no shade at you, but like no, some, literally shit. some people some people get in relationships literally just on some like social media shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo, look at me, look what I got. Look at, you know, I got a trophy whoever, you know, I got somebody I'm going on a trip with. Yeah. You know, my travel bay. Right. Like or whatever. And behind closed doors, it is a complete shit show. And they've never had the conversation of no. like, And first off, that's people. that's the thing. A lot of people just don't communicate. Yeah. Right. Like, especially in the beginning of a relationship, they it it seems to be a lot of people communicate when there's some type of like yeah. you know friction in a relationship yeah. and then there's always one person that's like you know what i can do better i'm getting the fuck about it yeah, you know that, that why is really important i like the way you put that like especially in a place like new york city where there's just options galore yeah God, no. so many options oh you know i'm tired of you today i'm gonna go pick up another yeah. one like, and then the apps don't help yeah because they teach you to just keep it moving just yeah. okay this one didn't work up next next yeah. next and then before you know it you like you you have twenty five fine women yeah. and you really still don't know what the fuck you're now looking you're for. You're just trying to rotate a bunch of women. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you already have the one, and it's it's almost like now it's it's in people where it's like you know like damn let me, you know instead of smoking a blunt let me get on Tinder and see if Word. I'm still hot out here. Yo, but you know like look at him like yo he got he got mad like look at his roster yeah. like it's deep and then people are gonna be encouraging it and yeah. then, so you really ain't got no reason to turn back and be like maybe I should stop doing this. You know what I mean? Like yeah right. yeah. Right. Wow, that's that's powerful. Yeah. All right, that's it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, you had the good point. I'm like, we're, we're in raw reflection mode. Duran Kid, everybody. Hey. <laughs> I don't know which button. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we haven't done a button in a while. It's going to say something crazy. Uh-oh, you, you got the clap. She got the clap. First of all, we have not done that in like... 
I know, it's such a nice it's like four months or something. I just took a random guess of the button and it was a clap one. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. So um, do you have, um, I mean, we're running out of time now, but yeah. I guess we can close on this. Like, do you have an example of a time where you really, truly realize the power of vulnerability? I know like you're going through this journey and you see how you're mm. becoming a person. Was there a moment where it was hard, specifically that you can remember, and you saw the benefit right in that moment, or at least soon thereafter? Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, you know, an example is, uh, so like I found my father a couple years ago, oh, right. Nice. And literally, you know, coming from him being absent from my life for like, <coughs> oh, like year, like over 30 years. Wow. Like, so literally like, you know, just not having that presence and then having a lot of anger in my heart for a very, very long time. Like, and being like, you know, if I see him, something's happening on site, like, right. and that's right. it. And then removing that completely just removing that and be and a big motivator for me and vulnerability was i was like i want my my family my kids to have like access to like all of me right, right? and i also don't want them to be like yo where's your father and then the first thing i start doing is like going off about how he's just yeah. a piece of this or a piece yeah, of that yeah. right i'm like nah, i'm not i'm not about to sit here and do that like i'm not trying to perpetuate negativity and toxicity to my family mm. but if that's gonna happen I need to address some shit in me. That's powerful. Right? And so it took me to it took me being really brutally honest with myself about some some parts of me that either needed to heal or needed to let go of like, you know, whatever it was that was blocking. Yeah. And then finally like took that step wow. and and have been keep going there, but that was that was a big big decision because that was like 20 something years worth of just blockages and like, you know, toxicity within me that I needed to let go of. So you say the vulnerable <clears throat> the vulnerable part besides like being vulnerable with yourself and honest with yourself was like admit a- ac- accepting him the vulnerable part was first and foremost a- acknowledging like one Shit. he's human two like i'm not like i'm not perfect right right like yeah he's made his mistakes and he made a lot of them right, right. but like i'm sitting here just you know in anger like mm. what the hell is wrong with me? Like you know, I'm over here judging him. I'm take a minute for a second. Let right, me look at right. myself. Some empathy. Yes, right. exactly. Some empathy, some grace. You know, and recognizing like, okay, you need to really work on yourself, and you need to be honest about what you need to work on. But you can't be just BS yourself and be like, yeah, it's cool, it's whatever. Like no, and yeah. and I didn't want to wait until I had a family of my own for that to become like a reality. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my kids to be looking at me and being like. Yeah, so you know you really mad toxic, Dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you, you, you're right. You need yeah. some therapy, right? Like, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm okay. not doing that's, that. That's wonderful. So was your father receptive when you found him? He was. That's awesome. Yeah, he was. So you guys have a good relationship now. Or it's it's an ongoing a, process. A working, right? Yeah, I'm like, everything's perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. like an amazing story of vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I'm glad that worked out for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Chael? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I don't have one. You're like my, blowing us away. <laughs> my, my dad wasn't shit. No, I'm just, um, <laughs> and I let him know as much as I possibly fucking can. <laughs> His dad listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he got from it is, you said I'm ugly, nigga. I'm, like, Word. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable, dad. Tell me how I feel right now. Like, <laughs> first off, it took him like a whole season. So it took my dad a whole season to fucking even listen to it, right? Yeah. And it was an episode that he listened to, and I don't even know what's the title of it, but it must have been something that grabbed his attention, right? So he came on and he was like, "Well, he uh, called me like I guess like a week or two after he listened to it, 
And it was an episode where I talked about like I feel like I talked about like him not being there, not yeah. having you know money I think to read. That was the one you growing up in Philly. That one growing up in Philly, mm-hmm. dropping out of college because this nigga would had money yeah, and wouldn't yeah, even yeah. pay my cell phone bill yeah. and you know all types of shit. Yeah. But I, I said at one point in a in, in a fucking podcast but episode you didn't think he was good that I was like he had money. <laughs> He had toys and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I was like, he got women because he had toys and shit. So well, he, he, out, he out here flexing, but you know he can't mean? support you, though, yeah, at all. Like. Flexing hard. Three, four cars, different women everywhere. And I'm just like, <laughs> yo, nigga, we, we're having a real deep conversation about his, you know, little shit. Word. And then he uh he called me, and he's like, yo, man, I heard the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, dad, what's up? You know, you heard it. He's like, nigga, you think I'm ugly and shit? <laughs> <laughs> Out here pulling receipts, yo. That's all he heard. You probably hung up and called bad people. How you think I look? Uh, Nigga, I look better than you. I'm like, you're my father, nigga. We look the same. We both ugly, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, in my moment of vulnerability about my dad, he... uh, All he heard was... He was was ugly. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's our problem. There you go, right there. That's our fucking problem. Yo ass petty. <laughs> that is really yeah. funny. Yeah. That's, hilarious. that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, um, we reached the end of the episode. Yeah. It flew by. That was amazing. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, man. Thank you. That was good, man. So that was much good. for sharing. I had a good time, man. Your stories and your insight. It was very powerful. I think a lot of people are going to really benefit from this episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything that you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. So if you, you know, um, you can find me on IG, Deron, D E R O N N K. Uh, or you can find me on uh, Facebook, Deron Kid, uh, and yeah, looking forward. If y'all have another discussion, looking forward to participating. But hell yeah, definitely. hell yeah, we definitely wait, gonna have wait, more. Before you, before we completely end it, can we talk a little bit, like really briefly, about like this public speaking thing, yeah. market strategy, and the yeah. award winning stuff? Yeah, quick. so so uh, internationally acclaimed uh, and award winning photographer and marketing strategist have covered projects across uh, four of the seven continents. Actually, going to be covering a project this weekend. Uh, in Mexico, oh, actually, nice. yeah, 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 we got you before uh, then. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. If you if you ever need a services, you know, holla at me, hit me up. Um, nice. I, I cover everything from weddings and engagements to portraits and events, uh, to you know PR branding. So I've worked with corporate clients, I've worked with nonprofits, I've worked with celebrities. You know, all of that, nice. but it's pretty dope. So. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt the award-winning part comes from that empathetic vulnerability you apply. Yo, <laughs> yo, but you got to know how to talk about it, right? right? You got to know how to. So I'll go ahead and just drop this real quick. So one of the things that that motivated me or has motivated me along this journey of like being the photographer has been really like providing like a positive portrayal of not only love, but of black love, Mm. right? Of black love and particularly black men, right? Because like we, again, we know we hear so much about like black women and you know the great things about black women and right. yeah, that like, shit all, all day all the time all the time all day there's nothing wrong with it though <laughs> but like how many but like <laughs> but, I'm sick of it. but i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying that i know too many i know too many dope men too many dope black men yeah. like right. and i'm like they don't get their flowers mm. right ever so my thing is is like how could we capture that how can we how can we put more light on that you know how can we elevate that so that it's more visible I and love so, that. yeah, I've been able to, you know, showcase some of that too. That's beautiful. Nice, nice. You're a whole beautiful person. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the episode you guys heard where you could follow them. We're going to post you and tag you anyway, but, no doubt. you know. No doubt. That was cool. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Subscribe. All right. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please subscribe, guys.
You know you liked it. You liked it. You know you loved it. No, you loved it. Did you laugh? You laughed. A little bit. A little bit. So follow us. Probably a lot. Come of on. It. Follow us on Instagram at Mempathy Podcast. That's Men Pathy Podcast. M-E-N-P-A-T-H-Y. That's where we'll be bringing you exclusive content and behind the scenes recordings that didn't make the final cut. And you know you want to see that shit. New episodes are released every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday.